This is Diva Celebration, and back today for another um, podcast. Today, we are stuck at home (laughs) in the winter weather wonderland that is happening here throughout the country. Um, We're in a snow emergency, so we really can't go anywhere, can't do anything. So, I've decided... (laughs) Since I can't get out, can't get to relatives, can't go anywhere, then I'm going to do a podcast. And I, you know, jumped on social media, as I do, you know, as a lot of us do. Um, And one of the big subjects, which, you know, I think this is a big subject overall throughout businesses, no matter what they are, that came up. uh, There's a book, I guess, that's come out about... Uh, Nepo babies in Hollywood. And uh, boy, are the Nepo babies in Hollywood not happy about it. Especially the ones that are getting named in the book. And uh, right now, the one who initially came out and said something about it was Jamie Lee Curtis. And I will read her declaration. And I don't know if anyone knows, but uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, a lot of younger people probably don't know this, but um, Jamie Lee Curtis is the daughter of the very famous actor um, who I guess the most familiar role that most people know him in that are younger is in Some Like It Hot with Jack Lemmon. Her father was um, Tony Lee Curtis. Very handsome, very debonair, very famous actor of his time. And he was very good at what he did. He came from absolutely nothing and worked his way up. Um, I'm not sure if he worked in vaudeville or if I'm confusing him with Cary Grant. Because I think Cary Grant worked in vaudeville. But, you know, a lot of these men... um, you know, they, they came up because they were good looking and wealthy women helped them to get to where they were. And I think Tony Curse was one of those people who a wealthy woman actually helped uh, get to where he was in Hollywood. Um, you know, they, they used their uh, handsomeness, their gorgeousness to uh, manipulate women who had money to help them. Because they were coming from absolutely nothing. They were coming from being in, living in ab- abject poverty. So, you know, the fact that he got to where he was, you know, it's because he used what he had to to get there. Now, were they right ways to get there? No. But he actually had extreme talent and fortitude, and that is what got him to where he was. Same thing with Janet Lee. Not real sure of her whole story, but she's beautiful and determined. And I don't think she came from privilege. I'd have to look that up, but I don't think she did. But a lot of people in Hollywood have come from privileged, wealthy families because working in uh, the arts, you don't get paid a lot. Sometimes, many, many times, you don't get paid anything because they think, you know just giving you the opportunity to appear in a film or to have your art shown or to have you singing is um, enough payment, 
you know, you're getting the opportunity to show your talent so that some big, you know, talent manager can discover you. So a lot of times people want you to work for free. Been there, done that. I've had directors, producers of movies who wanted me to be in their films, but they wanted me to work for free. I have had uh, directors who've wanted me to be producers. And we're talking producer like you're the person that gets everything together while the director sits back and just directs. And you do most of the work. So when you see the the uh, word producer on a film, know that that person is the one that gets everything together. From the food that comes in to feed everyone to uh, the actor, the big name actor that was put on that film. You know, you have casting directors, but, you know, producers have to find those people and convince them and give them the money and give them the payment. I mean, producers are, talk about jack of all trades. They do everything. Now, as you get into the bigger budget movies, I'm sure that they can delegate those opportunities or those uh, tasks to other people. Anyway, so, you know, you have, uh, um, you know, a lot of people involved in that process. But anyway, so uh, Jamie Lee Curtis comes from these two famous actors. And, uh, you know, I'm from what I'm reading here, she doesn't want to be put in the category of... Uh, having used privilege or the fact that her family was famous to get where she is when actually it helped her quite a lot and for any of them any of the nepo babies to deny that is nuts you cannot deny that having a famous wealthy privileged parent doesn't help you it does it's i mean that's like saying uh the uh the um uh kids of uh the king and queen didn't have privilege i mean come on don't deny the truth so here's her she she put something on social media i'm thinking she's really upset about it she's taking it personally which she shouldn't she should just realize yes i am a nepo baby Yes, I did have privilege. Yes, I did get these opportunities. and But in the end, I do, I have talent. And that's, you know, another thing I'll bring up is later is that a lot of these these people do have talent. Um, but, uh, but I would say the majority of them uh, don't. And they're in the business because their parents got them there. There are a few select people who got those opportunities, got the privilege, got the leg up that really they shouldn't have gotten because they were the son or daughter of, you know, someone, but they got it. And, uh, and a few select actually have talent, you know, they come, you know, when they, when they got there, when they got the opportunity, they shined, but let's just be honest. The only reason they got there is because of their parents. They got the foot in the door or several feet in the door at several different places because of who their parents were. Whereas other people who might have had three times more talent than they did at the time and when they were starting out in the business when they were young, um, 
those people didn't get the opportunity because guess what? Their parents weren't famous people. And it's just the truth. There are a lot of really talented people. I, I think, you know, watching, um, you know, America's Got Talent or any kind of talent show or just, you know, going across social media and, and looking at some of the very talented people who are on there that they're still not getting noticed, even though they're on social media because the algorithms hold them down. Because guess why? If you don't pay to be seen on social media, you don't get seen. You know, if you're not paying the social media company a fee to show your stuff, you don't get seen. There again is where privilege steps in. If your parent has a lot of money or they were willing to invest the money into paying to get you seen on social media, then you become famous on social media. So all of those big, you know, TikTokers or Instagram people or whatever who have gotten famous on social media... It's because their parents invested money into that. It's because, and if you look at a lot of these famous TikTokers or social media people, they live in really nice, expensive homes. I mean, look behind them. You know, they have really nice clothes. They live in great big homes. They have pools out behind the house, you know, and their parents are investing in them because their parents are managing them and they're going to get their money back. And of course they're pushing their kid to be famous because they want to, they want to um, benefit financially from their kids being famous, which is sick. But anyway, <laughs> that's a whole other story. Here's what Jamie Lee Curtis wrote. I've been a professional actress since I was 19 years old. So that makes me an OG Nepo baby. Well, at least that's one part of her statement. That's true. I've never understood, nor will I, what qualities got me hired the day, that day. But since my first two lines on Quincy, which was a television show, a weekly television show, as a contract player at the Universal Studios. So she was a contract player already at Universal Studios when she had her first two lines don't tell me that wasn't because she had privilege. She was a contract player because her parents were contract players. Because she came from famous parents. I mean, come on, people. People kill to get these opportunities. Anyway, uh, Quincy, as the player of a university at the at the uh, this uh, last spectacular creative year, some 44 years later, there's not a day in my professional life that goes by without uh, my being reminded that I am the daughter of a mo of movie stars. Well, because you are. The current conversation about Nepo babies, it's just designed to try to diminish and denigrate and hurt. No, it's just honest. For the record, I have navigated 44 years with advantages my, uh, my, uh, the advantages my associated and reflected fame brought me. I don't pretend there aren't any uh, that try to tell me that I have no value on my own. It's curious how we immediately made assumptions and snide remarks that someone related to someone else who is famous in their field for their art would somehow have no talent whatsoever. I have come to learn that uh, is simply not true. I have suited up 
and shown up for all different kinds of work with thousands and thousands of people. And every day I've tried uh, to bring integrity and professionalism and love, love and community and art to my work. I am not alone. There are many of us, which yes, there are, which, you know, is, I don't know. Anyway, there are many Nepo babies. There are many of us dedicated to our craft, proud of our lineage, lineage, strong in our belief and our right to exist. So in these difficult days of so much rage uh, in the world, can we just try to find that quiet voice that the brilliant, uh, that the brilliant movie, everything everywhere all at once reminds us. And as my friend, uh, is it Rob, Rob Reynolds Studios reminds us, note to self, be kind, be kind, be kind. And then there's a picture of her with her parents and her other sibling, and then a picture of her with her parents when she was older. I'm thinking when she was 19. <clears throat> so, here's my point. Am I saying that all nepotism babies are untalented? No. Am I saying that a majority of them are? Yes. Yes. And that's why there is a problem in um, Hollywood with this nepotism baby thing. And not just in Hollywood, but all across businesses that are doing this with their kids. I mean, it's no different when a actor, famous actor, famous writer, famous producer, famous director pushes their kid into the business, into where they want to go, whether it be in acting, whether it be in writing, whether it be uh, an artist behind the scenes. I mean, you can look at a movie credit line and you see so many names of kids, of relatives, whoever, they have the same name as the director, the producer, the actors, whatever, who are working on that film. So, And and I'm, you know, I know that when some people are coming up in the business, they use their family, they use their friends, they use their relatives in films because uh, they can get them for free. And that's great. But, you know, then when they get, if, if that director makes it big, then in order to pay them back, they put them in the film. That's wonderful you know, eventually, you know, their, their family and their friends get paid back for the help that they gave them. But there comes a point when you don't put those people in the film because they're just not talented. They're just not talented. You know, just because you put your parents in your college film because you needed somebody to play the part that would do it for free doesn't mean that they're now an actor. Um, but also, I'm not real sure how this works, but, you know, they, th- then these people are put in these films, they're put in the professional work later, you know, as payback for helping them when they didn't have money, and they get their SAG cards, and they get their union cards, and now they can work on films. You can't work on TV, you can't work in music videos, you can't work on in music, you can't work in films. You can't do anything if you don't have some sort of a union card, a side card, or a musician card that gets you in the door. And you have to have an agent. Those two things. So, when when these people are helping their family members to get into the business, they're helping them to get ahead of everyone else. All of those actors, 
actresses, musicians, artists who are poor and are struggling and just want, they just need a break. They just need a break to get into the business. Well, they can't afford to pay for their SAG card or they can't afford to work on a project where they're not getting paid and still be able to pay their bills and feed themselves and have a place to live and be able to show up to their job showered, clean, shaved, and not hungry, you know? So to deny that being a nepotism baby, a nepo baby doesn't help you is crazy. The first thing that uh, it does is you have wealthy, famous parents who are financially supporting you. Not only are they financially supported while they're pursuing, pursuing their career, they're supported way before then. Their parents are paying for singing lessons, paying for music lessons, paying for acting lessons. Their parents are pushing to get them into the great, uh, the great good schools for actors, singers, musicians. I mean, we just watched it happen and play out in front of us during the college scams. You know, not only are actors, musicians, etc., in the entertainment business doing this, there are parents all across the country, wealthy, rich parents all across the country that do this. And that's what we led to the college scams. I mean, I know everybody focused on uh, Lori Laughlin and, oh, I can't think of her name. Um, um, the one who, uh, you know, cheated to get, uh, had somebody take her daughter's test to get into Yale, the other actress. Uh, I can't remember her name. Anyway, uh, but they went to jail. Both those women went to jail. And I will say this, those kids and the husbands all knew and all were a party to what was done to try and push these kids into colleges illegally by paying under the table, by having somebody else take their SATs, by lying and saying they, they were, uh, were on the rowing team and getting them into the rowing team at USC, like Larry Laughlin's uh, parents did. I mean, these are people who already are stinking wealthy and they're pushing to get their kids in. And I, you know, from what I read and what I understand, it is because they're competing against other wealthy um, famous people because they want their kids to look better than the other wealthy, famous people's kids do. So that's what this is all about is competition with my kids are better than your kids, which is so freaking petty. You know, my, my kid went to this college or my kid went, you know, you know, the basic things that all humans are, you know, that they stoop to. Who cares where your kid went to college? But if you've got money, who cares? But at that level, they're competing with other parents who are bragging about their kids. So they want bragging rights. So they were willing to break the law for those bragging rights. Rights. So that's just how far Lori Laughlin and the other couple went uh, to get their kids. I think Macy. William. It was William Macy or William... S. Macy, the other actor, like he knew about it too, but he didn't go to jail. What they did is they opted to send their wives to jail because they, from what I understood, were saying that the male jails were a lot tougher than the female jails. Yeah, whatever. Those guys were wimps. Both those guys, Massimo and William H. Macy, wimps for sending their wives to jail and not taking 
taking on that, that, um, the brunt of that and admitting that they were part of it. Anyway, wimps, cowards, but, but back to the Nepo baby thing, you know, we've seen it play out in the college scams, you know, people pushing their kids and paying for that. Um, I volunteered at an art school for six or seven years. It's a high school that was created for kids in the inner city to be able to get into the arts, anywhere from music to writing, and get a leg up, right? It was to help, you know, low-income inner-city kids in this town to get a leg up. Over the years, they opened up the school to let other people from the suburbs come in. And when they come in from the suburbs, they've got to pay monthly, almost like a private school uh, fee, to be able to come to the school. But what, uh, long story short, what's happened is uh, principals, staff, teachers are all be, you know, money's exchanged under tables or donations are made from these wealthy parents to push their rich kids ahead, the kids from the suburb. And now it's stomping down the inner city kids and they're losing their opportunities within the school that was set up to help them give them opportunities. So now these kids are coming in from the suburbs and their rich parents are paying off or they have famous people whose kids go to the school as well who also live out in the suburbs and are bringing their kids in to go to the school. So then the staff wants to be pals with this famous person. So they're kissing up to that kid and they're giving that kid all kinds of opportunities. I mean, I've watched it all. Nepotism comes into play all the way from an art school, which has now been ruined by, you know, uh, these parents trying to push their kids ahead, which at their school out in the suburbs, there's a lot more competition because everybody has money. They can pay for tutors. They can pay to get their kids, uh, you know, art, art classes or dancing classes or singing classes. Um, you know, they can help the kids, you know, up their SAT scores. So there's a lot more competition in the suburb schools. So that's another reason these rich, wealthy kids from the suburbs move, try to come into the art school in the inner city because, you know, these, these kids who are low income don't have those opportunities. They don't have tutoring. They don't have uh, voice lessons and dance classes and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, they, something that might push them over the edge, they can't afford to do. So these people come from the suburbs to leave the competition behind from their competitive high schools where everyone's rich, right? And they come into the inner, inner city school so that their kid can be the valedictorian or the salutorian or their kid who has had years of dance lessons can be the lead dancer or their kid can be the soloist or their kid can be the head artist because they paid for it. They paid to get their kid there. And, you know, they wouldn't have had that kind of opportunity at the suburb school because every kid there is on the same level or above their kid. Understand? So it's the same concept when you're looking at, uh, say, there's a business that somebody owns. It's a very successful business. There are employees that have worked there for years that are an integral part of that business. And they're th those employees are the reason that that business is successful, the reason that that business has made a lot of money, and the owner knows it 
And then what does the owner do? Instead of passing on the responsibility to that person who has worked their butt off and probably worked more than the owner has to get the business where it is, instead of promoting from within those people, that business owner brings his kid in and his kid who has absolutely no experience in the business, his or her kid, has absolutely no experience in the business, is now put into running that business. And you don't think there's going to be resentment? I mean, I know people who have quit their jobs because they were not put promoted into a position because they brought someone, their own kid in. The, the owner brought their own kid in to put them in that position who knew nothing. And then they're expected to train that kid, that owner's kid, and then get no, get nothing out of it for themselves. You know, no, no, that's not going to happen. Now, you know why a lot of people go off and start their own businesses and start their own home businesses. Cause that's the kind of stuff that happens to them when they work for somebody else. And they say, screw this. I'm going to go off and start my own business. And then they take all the clients that are loyal to them with them. You know, it's not a smart thing to do to screw somebody over. But it's the same concept with nepotism babies in Hollywood. I mean, we can go down a long list of nepotism babies from Jamie Lee Curtis. And am I saying Jamie Lee Curtis is not talented? No. But when she started out in the business, she wasn't the greatest. I mean, if you go back and look at some of the stuff she did when she was younger, she was still sort of, sort of raw, you know, and... But she got her site card. She was on contract for her first job. She already had a contract. Don't tell me that that wasn't because her parents got her there. You know, and also their know-how of the business and how that business works. They knew how to get her to that level on her first job. You know, Whereas other actors who come into the business don't know all that stuff. They don't have somebody to show them the ropes. So everything about her success is based on the foundation of her success. Like a foundation of a house is based on the fact that her parents knew how to get her into the business, could afford to help her financially, could afford to help her professionally, because they were already cemented into Hollywood and, you know, were wealthy and didn't really need any more money, right? So they could take the risk to push their daughter. So the foundation of her career is built on her parents, who were the ones who worked their way up and took the hard knocks to get to where they were, right? So for her to say that, you know, you know, this is hurtful. You know what? What you should be doing is saying, you know what? You're right. You're right. The foundation of my career is because my parents had privilege, because my parents had fame, and because they got me to where I needed to be. And it's taken me, I don't know how, uh, that 1980, she was in the film with her mother, Janet Lee. 1980 called The Fog. Do you really think that she would have gotten into that film, a John Carpenter film that people were wanted to be in, would have killed to have the opportunity to be in, and she got the role in that film because her mom was in that film. Sorry, it's just the truth. And it is a good role, 
you know, it's not a big role. Her mother had a much bigger role in the film. Because John Carpenter was probably geeking out that he had Janet Lee from Psycho in his, you know, you know, the knife scene in the shower? That's Janet Lee. In Psycho? That's Janet Lee. She's the actress that was in there. She worked with Alfred Hitchcock, uh, The Birds. That's Janet Lee. You know, she worked with Alfred Hitchcock on several films, and she's a very famous actress. She was married to Tony, Tony Lee Curtis, had two kids with him. He's a famous actor. So her foundation does come from her parents, and she, she can't deny it. She should just be saying, yeah. And, I, and, and when I started out, I was, you know, not as good as I should have been. I mean, just admit it. I'm not saying Jamie Lee Curtis isn't a good actress now, but she's had, you know, that was 1980, 1970s when she was, you know, getting in onto those TV shows. And I think she was in Halloween and uh, around the same time. I mean, it was a horror movie. Those were jokes back then. It was a big joke if you were in a horror movie, but that was a foot in the door that a lot of actors used to get into the, the business. So for her to not admit that that's the foundation of her career is wrong and that so many nepo babies have that foundation because of their parents because of their family member or even the friends that they knew is wrong you know you have privilege you had a leg up or several legs up that many would have given their right arm for and you should just admit to it Okay, this has been Diva Cerebration and just a conversation about, you know, why Nepo babies are Nepo babies. Until next time.